0: Hey everybody. This is Heidi Saint John. Happy New Year. Happy New Year you guys. Uh we are celebrating over here 2017 and I don't know about you. But uh I'm glad to be here. There's something really cool about the start of a new year and just kind of getting into a new groove and my husband and I sat down this morning and we kind of came up with a like a plan. We talked about 2016 and the, you know, the good things about it. And the bad things about it, and some things we want to change, and some goals that we have. And I'll just be honest, um, I have been uh, off the exercise wagon. <laughs> for, I'll just be super brutally honest with you. So I leave, you know, in March, uh, and my husband and I are on the road for four months. We're on, we're so March, April, May, and June. We are on the road with our family, and we lived in Chattanooga, and we stayed in hotels, and we were all over the United States. Literally, we drove. What, Jay, like 30, I'm looking across the table, like 30,000 miles, something crazy like that. Anyway, as you can imagine, I was in this really good January, February uh, exercise groove, and then I like full on got out of it. People always say, oh, how do you do school on the road? Here's my answer. Are you ready? You don't, <laughs> at least not with any any real traction, at least not with any real significant um, progress. And so I am like a homeschooling crazy woman from probably the end of August to the end of February, and that's when we get the vast majority of our school done. I tend to double up on math lessons. We go, you know, we go at a pretty, you know, for us at least, uh, breakneck speed for things like grammar and stuff like that, and we, I'm a huge fan of unit studies, and so, uh, you know, so I sort of do this breakneck speed thing with my kids, for homeschooling, knowing that I'm going to hit the road, our family's going to be on the road, and we almost always take them with us. And so uh, it just means that this is kind of a different lifestyle for our family. Well, I told my husband at the beginning of 2016, I said, listen, I'm going to be speaking in Tampa, Florida in February, and then he was going to drive. So I flew to Tampa last February, and he drove there to meet me and my wonderful assistant, Melissa, and uh, we hit the road from there. Well, I I had this great idea in my head about how I was going to be, you know, I brought all my little like exercise bands, and I have my apps on my phone that I use, which I did for a little while, but then I got tired. Do you guys know what I mean? I got tired. I sort of got out of the groove. I sort of lost my groove a little bit and then I fell off the wagon. And if I'm gonna be just brutally honest with you, I will tell you, I have not actually been on the wagon until hopefully today. (laughs) So I wrote it on my list of things to do today and then I'm gonna get my sad little hiney back on the elliptical and start doing my stretches like I normally do because I just feel like sort of a little bit like a flat tire, (laughs) So I was thinking about that today. Some of you, I mean, some of you, I know, you don't have any respect for me anymore. I'm really sorry because you thought I had it all together and clearly I don't. Uh, But I I guess I wanted to share that with you sort of by means of introduction to what I want to talk about today, which is just to continue talking about why I think it's so important that we don't treat the Bible uh, like it's this optional thing to do, like we treat exercise. And honestly, uh, you know... I treat exercise when I'm really tired, like it's an optional thing. And whenever I treat it like it's an optional thing, my body suffers. My back hurts. I don't have the stamina that I normally have. The holidays pretty much killed me. We put all of our Christmas stuff away yesterday. So, you know, on our day of rest, which I'm going to be talking about that this month, because the Lord's really been speaking to me about rest and how important it is. And I struggle to rest, and you'll read about that in the book that's coming out later on this year. But I struggle with it, uh, partly because I'm driven, and partly because I have seven children. Uh, but I really struggle just to take time to just be quiet and just to rest and to sleep in and to stop uh, pushing and and moving. And I think some of you can relate to that because your personality is a little bit like mine. And other people are like, "You're dumb. What's your problem? What's your problem?" But I was talking to my husband this morning. Uh, we didn't go to church because we actually got a little bit snowed in here where we live. We have a very steep driveway, and we got quite a bit of snow on New Year's Eve, and the New Year's Day was church, and we thought, you know, we're just going to stay home. I've literally had a company in my house for the last month, kind of nonstop in my house. I hadn't done anything to take the Christmas decorations down, and so we thought, you know what, we're just going to chill out. We're going we're gonna to stay home, drink some coffee kind of regroup as a family, come before the Lord and say, Father, what do you have for us in 2017? And one of the things that that came to my mind for the podcast was I really want to be a voice for encouraging you to study God's word, to not treat it like it's something that's optional, like we tend to treat uh, exercise until we're out of shape and our back's hurt and we've gained 10 pounds. Not that I have gained 10 pounds, but those of you who see me in San Diego this weekend might wonder. Hey, speaking of San Diego, I'm going to be there this weekend. I will be at North Coast Calvary Chapel and I am really excited. So I'm going to link back to it in the show notes today. If you are anywhere near San Diego or Carlsbad, California, I'm Encinito, please come out and see me. I would love to see you. This is my only shot actually at being in Southern California this year because I'm not doing one of the conventions that I normally do in Ontario, California. So this is gonna be my only stop in California this year. If you're anywhere near there, come and see me. I have a passion. The Lord has laid a message on my heart. I'm gonna be doing Mom on a Mission for North Coast Calvary Chapel this weekend. And I'm leaving here Friday morning and I'll be speaking on a Friday night and all day Saturday, really looking forward to what God is going to do. I'm going to link back to an image and also registration and some uh, a phone information so that you guys can find out exactly where I'm going to be. Also, uh, I want to remind you, February 16th and 17th, I am doing Redeemed in Vancouver. This is my hometown. Actually, I'm from, uh, I was born in Portland and I grew up in Boring <laughs> and I live in Battleground. It's a thing. I don't know what's going on with me, but I'm doing redeemed in Vancouver, which is the theme for what I'll be doing for all of 2017, because I just believe that God wants to redeem his people. He came to redeem us. And part of that, it kind of loops back around again to what I was saying about exercise. And if you're anything like me and you're listening to me right now and you're going, oh my gosh, I haven't read my Bible you know, consistently for 25 years, or I haven't read my Bible consistently for six months, or I haven't, you know, I want you to think about it in terms of exercise and let it move you in that way. Because God says that the study of his word is what keeps us close to him. It's how we get to know him. So I'm going to give you a couple of steps. I'm going to give you, I think, five or six, hopefully today, uh, that will just kind of help you get into the word. And the first one uh, is a little bit, I guess I'm going to be promoting myself just a little bit because I want you to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing and check it out. I have a brand new scripture writing plan for 2017 that has uh, copy work for your children. And I'm really excited. I just heard from a woman just a few minutes ago before I recorded this podcast who uh, contacted me on my Facebook page and said that her daughter has been watching her study the scriptures and she's been watching her do scripture writing. So let me explain to you what it is really quickly. So you kind of understand, first of all, it's not a really deep study of the Bible. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that in just a second. So this isn't a really deep study of the Bible, but what it does do is it gets you into the Bible every single day. So for example, in January, we're going to be studying contentment. So I figured contentment was a really good uh, place to start right after December and right after the, you know, I don't know the word for it horrific 2016 that we've all had with the politics and all of that. I, I've i been, you know, really struggling with contentment. But the Bible says that godliness with contentment is great gain. So for all of the month of January, we're going to be studying what God says about contentment And how we're called to find it in Jesus. We find it in him. And so I'm excited to get into God's word with you this year. And if you've never done scripture writing with me, now is a great time to get going. So there's coordinating copywork pages for your children at the blog that will start on Monday. And the copywork is going to allow them to get this, you guys. We're we're multitasking, right? Uh, They're going to be able to practice their handwriting. And bonus... Learn God's word at the same time. So I want you to make it a goal to not only nurture your body and your relationships with other people, but to become better acquainted with the Bible in 2017. And that is the whole reason that I do that. Now, a bunch of you have asked me about last year's scripture writing plan, and I actually took that and I made it into a booklet and it is laminated. So for those of you who are not online all the time, or you just think, man, that's frustrating. Guess what? You get to, you can uh, purchase that one for just, I think it's like 10 bucks. And that is laminated and you can slip it in your diaper bag or your purse. It's right about like kind of a five by seven sort of picture size, but it allows you to do the same thing every single day of the year. I have a different scripture for you to write out and it takes maybe seven to 10 minutes. So it's not a huge time investment, but what I'm trying to do is get you into the word of God. And just like the one I did last year, which is now uh, in... Laminated printable form, and I'll link back to that so that you can uh, check it out on my uh, show notes today. But what's really cool is that it's going to also link back to the copy notes. So whether you do or to the copy work, so whether you do January of 2017 or January of 2016, or even a little bit of a mix of both, I've had several of you say, Hey, I'm doing both. That's great. They have coordinating copy work for your kids. So here's the thing when you get into the Word of God, there's a couple things that You need to do. First of all, if you don't, if you don't have one, um, use a study Bible. When I was in school, I actually was privileged to go to Multnomah School of the Bible a long time ago, back in the late eighties and early nineties. And I studied uh, the word of God there and with my husband who ended up becoming a pastor. And it's a long story went into the mystery. But the reason I, I want to just tell you to encourage you at least to use a study Bible is that just like you wouldn't understand a Shakespearean play, if you just read the original manuscript from what, what was it? Um, 1500 and something, the English language has changed a lot since the Bible was written. And the only way to understand Shakespearean plays uh, is to read an annotated version, cliff notes, right? You guys understand cliff notes. That's that's how we all got through college. That's how I did. (laughs) So maybe you didn't, but I did. And study Bibles are the same way. So study Bibles provide footnotes. So if you're not familiar with a study Bible, there's a couple different ways to do it. It's going to cost you anywhere from, I don't know, $1 to, you know, I guess 50 bucks and higher, depending on what you do. But there's a whole bunch of them that you can find online. The NLT has some really great um, translations online that you can get. So, So does the NIV. And I just encourage people really study the word of God. When I was in uh, Bible college and actually the last part of high school, I had a Ryrie study Bible. Anything that has sort of study notes in it is a great thing to do. I will link back to a couple of my favorites today for you just so that uh, they can help you. Um, the next thing you wanna do is choose a translation that's readable. So uh, I'd say modern translations like the NIV or the NASB, which is the New American Standard Bible, they're kind of easier to read. People say that the message is a good study Bible. And I would disagree with that. The message is really a paraphrase. It's a Bible like the Living Bible. And so the Living the message and even the Living Bible, I would say, great way to just get to know the Lord better. If you're trying to study the Bible though, uh, you're gonna want to use something like the NIV or um, Tyndale has a version, uh, the NLT, the New Living Translation that's out right now. And the, okay, so here's the third thing. And I've been thinking a lot about this because just like I'm trying to I've actually gotten into a habit of really studying my bible every day and the lord has blessed me so much through it and so here's my challenge to you so i'm going to challenge you to get into your bible in the same way that i'm challenging myself to get up out of bed and stink and get back on my elliptical <laughs> okay so it's sort of the same thing and and the way that you do that Uh, At least in my experience and from my life as having seven children and a a homeschooling mom and all the things that I do is I had to make over my mornings. Now, if you guys have heard me speak before, you know that this has been something that's been on my heart for a long time. I've talked about making over your mornings, getting up early. I think I could make a case if I had more time that God is a morning person (laughs) I don't know for sure, but if you just Google, let's just say, or Bing, I'm actually mad at Google right now. So let's just say you got on Bing and you searched God and morning. God wants you in his word in the morning. And so I can't stress it enough. You've got to get control over your morning hours if you want to have a a successful day. And so your morning is going to play a huge part in how your day plays out. So for example, I noticed my husband and I, this is something we talked about uh, yesterday, Sunday morning, we talked about this yesterday, that... Uh, we, over the holidays, especially we have just absolutely lost track of our mornings. We're, we're getting up later and, uh, because we're staying up later and it messes you up. So I want you to organize your mornings so that you can use them the way that God would want you to use them. You've got to get up in the morning and just spend time with the Lord. It fills up your soul. I don't have time to go into it today, but the Bible has a lot to say about how you were made to drink living water which is from the word of God. And so you've got to be committed to waking up earlier. Um, And I know that's hard for some of you. So let me just, let me qualify this by saying, if you're listening to me and you're either pregnant, like my sister Hope, so Hope just plug your ears right now, and I'm talking to you. You have a newborn baby or a baby that keeps you up all night. I'm not even talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who are like me, who your kids actually sleep through the night and you've kind of gotten past that. I just want to really encourage you, Um, get up early. You could start small, even if it's 10 or 15 minutes earlier a day until it gets easier and easier. And I'm going to be doing this as I get back into my routine, uh, exercising in the morning. My husband and I have talked about this a lot. If I don't do it first thing in the morning, the kid's pretty much take over the rest of my day. And because I'm a writer and a blogger, my afternoons are spent working, my mornings are spent homeschooling my children. And so the rest of my day is really very well ordered. But what I've noticed is I really have to fight for my time alone with the Lord. And maybe that's like you too. So some of you are gonna, you know, you're really gonna struggle. You're gonna say, hey, I'm not a morning person. And can I just encourage you? I'm not trying to lay guilt trip on you, all right? So unpack your bags, Get off the guilt trip. This is not about a guilt trip for you. I just want to just encourage you, if you are thinking, man, this is me, this is what I have to do, then let the Lord just speak to you and come up with ways to get into the Bible. So use a study Bible, use a translation that's actually worthy of study. Use study helps, like maybe a concordance. My grandfather, actually, when he passed away, I inherited his entire Matthew Henry's commentary, which I have. It's also available online. So if you're reading something in your daily scripture, so let's just say you guys are following my scripture writing and you read something and you're like, I don't really understand that. Go to a concordance, get online and and, and type it in and find out what other people are saying who have studied the Bible. It really does help to use study help. So up in the morning, um, use a study Bible with a readable translation. Don't be afraid of using study helps. And like I said last week, God wants to talk to you. I keep hearing from from women especially who feel like the only way that they're ever going to hear from the Lord is at church. And that's just not the way God works. The Bible says that God has given you the Holy Spirit. He's given you his spirit and he wants to speak to you through a study of his word. It concerns me that we are living in a generation of uh grown-ups. I'll just use that word. that. That should be grown up in the Lord. Many of you listening to this have grown up in the church, even, but you never made your parents' faith your own faith, or maybe your parents' faith seemed um, disingenuous to you, right? I mean, I know I hear that from a lot of the millennials. They just they're tired of the they're tired of the disingenuous uh, nature of the generations before them, and they want to make an impact and they want to know the Lord for themselves. And can I just say, the best place to do that is to be in the word for yourself. So some of you guys are going to need a little bit of, you know, kind of a kick in the pants to do that. And so I told you last week, and I'll say it again, I started using an app called Olive Tree. It just really helps me. I picked a different study guide this year than I used last year. And it has me kind of in four different parts of the Bible every day. And it takes about 15 to 20 minutes. And a lot of times I will, if I like it, you know, I'll highlight it on my app. But I think I started doing that mostly because, uh, it's just my nature, I guess, to pick up my phone. And I wanted it to be, I wanted it to become a habit. And people say that if you do the same thing for 21 days in a row, it becomes a habit. So you guys could pray for me because I'm going to try exercising for 21 days in a row. <laughs> Even if it's just little things, my husband's like, all you got to do is start doing your stretches again and you'll feel better. And, um, I think once it becomes a habit, uh, at least for me with Bible study, um, after a while, it's so part of your life that you no longer notice that tension between you and your, and your flesh. And I know that this is how it works with Bible study too. So knowing that your um, Bible study is a priority is going to make a huge difference for you. So come up with a plan. Don't study it. Don't do it haphazardly. Um, if you're looking for something really simple uh go ahead and, and check it out HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing the january twenty seventeen scripture is up there right now and you can also get the twenty sixteen if you want to start there and that one has a printable version that you can uh that you can actually purchase from me and we'll ship it to you and it's wonderful. But the main thing is just learn to read the entire Bible. Learn as much as you can from the old and new testaments and keep the gospels uh, center because Jesus came Gospels is another word for good news. And Jesus came because there's good news, I believe, because I'm a woman of the word and I believe what God says is true, that God has a good plan for your life. The Bible says that he loves you. He has a good plan for your life. He wants you to be encouraged. He wants to, to lead you and guide you. Um, and I'm going to encourage you all through the year to learn to meditate on the scripture. You know what? God told Joshua that he was going to be successful if he would do one thing, and that is meditate on the word of God in Joshua 1, 1 8, it said, meditate on my word day and night. So how do you do that? You get in the word, you memorize it, you repeat it, you think about it, you ask God about it. You uh, talk to the Lord during your day while you're driving. Um, it's really not as difficult, I think, as we sometimes make it out to be. Um, you have the opportunity to just meditate, talk to the Lord, about your life in 2017. So if you want that peace and wisdom that comes from walking with the Lord, the best way to do that is to make a plan and get into the word of God. I wanna just encourage you, before I leave today, uh, if you haven't already done this, go ahead and leave a review, Heidi St. John at The Busy Mom. On uh on iTunes, and I'm gonna be really excited to just read it. If you believe it or not, I read every single one of those, and it helps us when you review them. Also, when it, I want to hear your podcast ideas. You can email me podcast at thebusymom.com, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. If you're in San Diego, I'll see you this weekend or I'll see you next month in Vancouver. Thanks for listening, you guys. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.